What up, y'all? It's Preacher Lawson in the building. And you watching The Eagles Last Man. When I come around, got the whole thing wobbing. And we're back for another episode of The Amazing Eagles Last Stand. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Josh. I'm joined with always is Brandon Cole. Brandon, how you doing? Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. I tell you again, we're we're totally thrilled because not only are you looking at a new format on the show, but we've got a repeat that's come back, and she's family. We love her to death. Ed Mays here. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm concerned about a few things right off the bat. One, have you been in a real cold pond or something? Your lips are. It's how about a doctor? I am not a doctor. I am not a doctor, but um, that ain't right. I'm just saying that ain't right. Well, you've come to find there's not much about me that is right. That's true. Okay. That's why we love it's her so much. It's all wrong. Smurf lips. Smurf lips. No, purple, purple lips. What is purple? Uh, purple nerve. Purple nerve lips. Oh, what's purple nerve? I don't know. Wasn't that when you? you, you you twisted people's nipples with oh, the, the, yeah. That's my Friday night, honey. That's your Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> that's a date. That's a, it's we, first base. It's my a cigarette follows that. It's my husband's best move. <laughs> we went to the same school because I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I was first chair. I'm first <laughs> 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 well, uh, always we love having you around, and you've been killing it here at Comedy Probably we love you so much. Uh, you know, I tell you. What's amazing about you is the things that, you, that you've seen and gone through in your career. I mean, you've been through a lot. You've seen a lot. You were one of Mitzi Shore's paid regulars out there in California. Which no, I was, I was actually Mitzi Shore's girl for oh. a long time. That's what you called it. Um, there were unregulars. But the first time I auditioned for uh, Mitzi at the comedy club, uh, uh, she made me a paid regular that night. Yeah. Oh. And then for some reason... I became her favorite comic, a female comic, and um, she would send me to Vegas. We, we had the main showroom at the Dunes Hotel, and she put me, Ollie Joe Prater, um, uh, Skip Stevenson, um, uh, an Indian guy, <laughs> but like a real Indian, yeah, right, right. like this. Like this. Yeah, and um, <laughs> what, what is it? What was it? Charlie? Charlie Hill. Charlie Hill. And Charlie Hill and Gary Mulder. And so once uh, one week a month, I lived in Vegas for like ten years. Oh wow. Yeah. So um, and what's so cute is that people would come up to me, and because Mitzi Shore had her booth in the main room, right, in this corner. Everybody would go bow to Mitzi. And people came up to me and said, what's your secret? You just, how do you... She's gotten mad at everybody one given time. Yeah. Or done something, you know. And then you're out of favor with her. Right. And my trick was, at the comedy store, if I would see Mitzi Shore coming down the hall... I would go out another door and run all the way around the building to avoid her. Or, and, and, and there's so many ins and outs of the comedy store. It's like a haunted house. And um, my, my, the way I was successful is I never spoke to her. 
There's a famous story with Mitzi Shore, and there was a guy uh, named Jackie, and he was kind of an older kind of comic, Catskilly, and um, he, Mitzi, beckoned him to her booth one day and said, Jackie, I want you to go by. <laughs> this is also my Penny Marshall impression. This is great. <laughs> Jackie, I want you to go by yellow shoes and a yellow suit and a yellow hat and I want to change your name to Jackie Banana. <laughs> this man's been in the business for like, I don't know, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And he goes, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and she went, oh well. <laughs> The improv <laughs> because he never got booked. Wow. And from that moment on, I realized don't be around her. Yeah. Just go up and do a good show and then never let her see you because if she gave you a suggestion, you had to take it. Oh, wow. Or you never worked. Yeah. And she was, she, you know, she was doing a little of this. Of course. <laughs> I don't know. It was the 80s. Okay. But we all were. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we dr justified drug, uh, drug abuse. It was the 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, you got to have a reason. That's a good thing. Cocaine, heroin, it was the 80s. Same thing. <laughs> well, you know, that, so that's a good thing. You definitely you avoid someone like that because you don't want to be roped in. She could have been like, Edda May, <laughs> I, I want you to wear a leather jacket <laughs> and change your name to Edda Feathers. Yeah. You're going to be Edda Dice. Edda Dice. <laughs> I want you to be his wife. You said something interesting. You said that you were her favorite comedian. Then you paused and retracted and said favorite female. Do you think being a female puts you in a different category in life than, than men? Absolutely. I mean, because I get it every day, and it's like, oh, yeah, but I'll do concerts, I do theaters, I'll do yeah. a Southern Fried Chick Show or whatever, and if it happens once, it happens a thousand times, somebody at a show will come up and go, I don't like female comedians, but you're fun. <laughs> and I go, well... Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's, you know, but it, I changed their mind. Yeah. About what a female comedian is. Yeah. Because they see the ones on TV and they're so so dirty and it's all about their woohoo. Absolutely. I look. I don't want to think about my woohoo. Let alone. <laughs> don't want to burden others. The nation thinking about my woohoo. <laughs> Maybe they already are. I'm so fat I can't even find the woohoo anymore. So, anyway. I thought that's what you said when you were looking for woohoo. Woohoo. Come on, woohoo. Okay. <laughs> now, you mentioned uh, Dice. I know you had some experience with Dice and uh, Sam Kittison and those guys. Oh, uh, yeah. I was there in the 80s when, wow, I got to work with the great Sam Kennison, Andrew Dice Clay, uh, Louis Anderson, um, uh, Roseanne Barr, uh, Richard Pryor would come in, and it's truly, when 
if you're truly rich or truly a star, you you treat the people better, you know, because you're not full of yourself. Andrew Dice Clay, and but I was there. I knew Andrew before he became Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, right. And incredible guy, sweetheart of a guy, and um, and it's nice to see that he's been able to pick up some movies and stuff like that in his older age. Yeah. Yeah. Because he knew that character was only going to play out for a certain sure. amount of time. Yeah. But he was great with his money, and he put his money away. He didn't put it up his nose or anything. Right. Um, clean cut guy, and uh, kind of totally not like his character. Yeah. Uh, Sam Kennison. Is it bugging you that I'm eating butterscotch? No, no, it's bugging me That's the beauty of the camera, they can see it. I'm doing a commercial for Brock's. Where there's original. It's already ASMR, so. <laughs> <laughs> what does that stand for? <laughs> <laughs> it's I was, I was like, you run with that. Have you ever seen the weirdos that are like, just into the microphone, and that's, that's their cold game? That's what they do, that's yeah. what they make fun of. And the sounds that they do the... No. Are you getting this? <laughs> Honey, it's called Foley. <laughs> wow. Okay. We're learning about the business of Edema. Just learning in a safe space together. This is safe. I'm going to beat her in the parking lot, but... It's Foley. It's like a sexual thing. Maybe to you, millennials. I don't know. Is it? it oh, is that what trending now? Over here, here. Let me trend for a minute. Here, we, did, we just do the fart thing. Incredibly enough, our engineer signal us. We just gained 15 subscribers. Hey! Wow. You, you've tagged on a fetish. That's <laughs> you know what I would love to, if I could pick a different career. I'd like to be one of those 976 calling people. <laughs> but I would totally go the opposite of their fantasy. I'm with you. And it, like, you, you be the guy. Okay. And they go, oh. okay. I, I, I've never called one of these before. <laughs> they probably say that, though. That's, that's, like, I have. Let me, I got this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to get a reputation. You know, everybody's doing that. Uh, go ahead. We'll do it. What you like? Josh. Hi, Josh. What you wear? Uh, jeans and my shirt's off. Why don't you take that shirt off? Wait, I, I just said my shirt's off. Okay, it's off. Okay. <laughs> now, now you ask me what I'm wearing. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what do you wear? Babies and tubes <laughs> You know the kinds that are the toe socks that you rainbow. Hey, nine seven six farmer. How about that? Farmer. Because that would turn that would turn a farmer on. Absolutely. I mean, there's gotta be babies and toe sock fetishes, doesn't there? I was trying to say it, but I was laughing too hard. <laughs> You've nailed my fetish. 
Tell me you got a pitchfork in your hand. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> Tell me you're rolling in the hive. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Um, <laughs> why am I messing with your equipment? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Anyway, hi. <laughs> We're just playing. Here we are. Uh, so you were talking about uh, so. You really think this is going to take off? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's already flying, so you know we're just hoping it stays in the air. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll get to the promo. Okay. Hi, I'm in a minute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh God, I thought that was like a severed head on top. Of no, it's a, it's a tomato. It's a tomato. Okay. okay. Oh, look, even anime drinks out of the cup. Folgers. Mm. This is actually a good Is place. that what you're calling Folgers? <laughs> you're not even drinking out of the cup. Well, because I, I like the advertisement right there. People look at it and they see that. Are you, are you disappointed in I, I am because, look, if you'll uh, remember from last week's episode, we had Cindy on. She's so wonderful. She brought her on coffee, delightfully put her in a cup. I didn't wash it out. I said, you know what? I'm going to take one for the team. I got a coffee, dirty coffee cup of water in it. I'm like, I got this. I'll take this one. The other two were washed. And now you're not even using the clean one. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. No, no, no. I did, I, I did it, but I did it for the team. Look. <laughs> uh, you're, you're out of uniform. You got pink lips right there. You're out of uniform. You hear that? that Consistency. Is, my husband is very upset with my nostrils. Wow. On, the, on this picture? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Somebody married the purple purple. <laughs> this is actually a good spot for us to take a commercial break. <laughs> so we will be right back with Anime. Stand by. What's up, Kentucky? This is Rex Chapman. I've struggled with addiction in the past. Today, I'm often asked where someone can turn for help. Bridgeway Institute Kentucky offers NAD plus IV therapy to end addiction without horrible withdrawals. I've used NAD plus. NAD plus is a revolutionary treatment that helps heal the brain-destroying disease of addiction. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, visit Bridgeway Institute at bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. You might just be the one to save a life. That's bridgewaywellnessgroup.com. And we're back. <laughs> we've been having a lot of fun over here. We're talking to Anna May, and of course we're here with Brandy Nicole. And we just got done talking about a fascinating aspect of Mitchie's story. I don't think a lot of people realize uh, about her, but um, I think that's that's fascinating. Uh, you know, um, Sam Kinison. Oh, you, you want, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I'd love to hear about Sam. So I get done in the main room. And Sam Kinison and Andrew Dice Clay and Paul Mooney. And Paul Mooney wrote most of Richard Pryor's stuff and a lot of people don't know that. Um, Sam Kennison, Andrew Dice Clay and Paul Mooney was called Mitzi's Midnight Walkers. And anytime she wanted to close the room and people were kept staying, 
she would just send Sam up there to scream <laughs> at him and get him out of the room. Sure. Or she would send Dice up there and he would just cuss him out <laughs> just just the you know the little Snap ahead. Come on. Okay. And then and then Paul Mooney was smooth as silk and sexy and stuff like that. But they were originally called Midnight Walkers and they only went on at like midnight to one in the morning right. to try to empty the room so yeah. we could close down. But um, but then Sam became famous and then uh, Andrew took off and stuff like that. So I'm walking, I just got done with my show in the main room and uh, certain, only certain people get the park in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm walking down the back hallway and I'm in just I'm thinking about what I'm going to get at Taco Bell, you know, I mean, I'm a million miles away, and Sam's always yelling at somebody, and it just didn't matter, and Sam and his people, he and people, Sam and his people were in that back hallway, and I said, I just said, excuse me, Sam, and I pushed his arm away, because he was blocking me, and I didn't realize he had a gun in his hand. <laughs> and he went, he goes, everybody get out of my way. I'm trying to kill this person. <laughs> I'm trying not to be dirty. You can be dirty. And it was like, it was like his bodyguard. And I said, well, Sam, that's kind of stupid to kill your bodyguard. You're just going to have to buy a new one. <laughs> and, and he's like, but he's so whacked out of his head. I love that. And and the prostitutes and everything, they're all scared and stuff. And, and I'm just saying, why would you shoot him? He loves you, and you're just going to have to get another one. And and he goes, you take all the fun out of everything. <laughs> Everybody just split up and went there, you know, Sam Wayne got his limo with his what people. What kind of world are you <laughs> The prostitutes floating. I love that the prostitutes were only casually mentioned. That speaks volumes to me. Well, that's a given. It's Sam Anderson. It's a given. Um, was, he, was he big with prostitutes? Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> or escorts. Call um, girls. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. When it comes to prostitutes, and I'm not talking about street walkers. But I have to tell you, because working in Vegas, and they're all headliners, it was a whole headliner show, and then somebody would invite some everybody up to the suite afterwards, and um, Ollie Joe Prater would invite us up to his suite afterwards, and I'd get there late, and um, I would walk in, and there'd be cocaine all over the table, and um, a couple of guns. Oh yeah. Um, some people fought, you know, hanger honors, or, or drug dealers that brought him the coke and stuff, and the right. pills and stuff. Of course. And uh, um, and so I would sit down, and I would talk to some of the nicest hookers. They're just sweet. <laughs> We'd talk about their kids and stuff, you know what I mean? And it was just like normal and um but these were good, you know, high end fifteen. Like page gals. 
1,500 uh, hookers, front page gals. Front page gals, yeah. Do you know the greatest thing I ever heard Charlie Sheen, no, Charlie Sheen say, <laughs> my butterscotch got away. <laughs> Charlie Sheen said, because I heard him interviewed, and they said, um, Charlie, you're handsome, you're good looking, and why in the world, oh, I think it was on Larry King, he goes, why in the world would you gotten involved in that Heidi Fleiss thing, where there were $15,000, $2,000 prostitutes. And, um, and he says, I'm not paying them to have sex with me. I'm paying them to leave. <laughs> and that's beautiful. I just went, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. I'm just paying them to leave. It's like, this is a transaction. No, I'm not going to cuddle. Okay, I'm done. Here's your money. Goodbye. No fizzy Tell Heidi, Heidi, hey. <laughs> Tell Heidi, hey. But, I, but that truly was, and I really, it really gave me a, a different perspective on the working girl's world and, and also on famous people's world. Yeah. Because... You get a girlfriend or something like that, and you don't know, is she your girlfriend because you got money and you're famous, or is she, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you know, you want to do the nice detail. <laughs> so you just pay them to leave. 2000 bucks, I see. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, they, they actually could probably get whoever they want to have sex with them. That's not the issue. Getting sex isn't the issue. Getting, getting them... Leave getting the rid of them, the they think you're the girlfriend, or they right. think you're this, or they follow you around, or this is purely a transaction. You know, if it's I kind of, it's kind of beautiful, <laughs> it's kind of beautiful, it's very deep. If I, I have tried, if, if I could, if we had enough money, but we have four kids still at home, but if we had enough money, I would budget that in. For yeah. my husband. <laughs> to pay him to leave? No. No, no. no just a, something on the side. You know what I mean? Just go. Just He'll be in a better mood. Go to Tisha's house. Tisha. Our <laughs> most prostitutes thing, Tisha. I, I don't know. But, you know, it, it's Brandy. like. Brandy. It's like, I need the DVR Colombo. You, you need to go. <laughs> go somewhere. You farting on the couch when I'm trying to watch. Damn it, yeah, go! That's, yeah. that's what you're don't, be, don't be nuzzling me. <laughs> He's about to solve this. He knows you did it. Uh, oh, oh! You want to hear my best story ever? Of course. 100%. Got to be my best story ever. And it wasn't like a friend of a friend of a friend. Right. You know, I was there. Uh oh. We were playing at the Dunes Hotel. I know what story's coming up. Yes. Okay. And across the street was the MGM. Mm -hmm. And Rodney Dangerfield was performing at the MGM. And he, uh, um, one of our friends from that performed with us at the Dunes hired him to be his opener. Mm -hmm. And so... They had a show when we were dark, and so many our theater was open. And 
and they and he invited us to the to the uh, show and then said he goes we're gonna all have a great buffet for you kids up in the up in my dressing room and stuff like that one thing I didn't realize about Rodney Dangerfield because we'd be sitting in a big booth and um, uh, all of a sudden yeah our buddy and I'm going to have to say his name, but our buddy would disappear. And then we'd hear a heckler from over there, and we knew it was our buddy. <laughs> That's great. And then Rodney would, you know, do a punchline, you know, and then he, our buddy would come sit back down, and then he'd go, he'd look at his watch and go, give me a minute, and then he'd run up over there. And just yell out a heckle line. I love that. But that's wrong. Well, because when I get heckled and I come back with a great retort, and I'll and I'll be out there out after the show, and people say, "Was that set up? Was that set up?" Well, Rodney Dangerfield would set that up. Yeah. And it was like, no, I know how to improv. Right. <laughs> I'm quick. And trained. And trained. Yeah. And and. So anyway, so we get up into his dressing room, and uh, again, prostitutes, um, and they are, uh, there's a big buffet, and they're helping us with our food and stuff like that. This is before wet wipes. Um, but <laughs> it's before sanitary. Um, and so Rodney's, Rodney comes out. He's not in the room yet, but he's got a huge dressing room. And he had been in the shower. And he comes out just in his robe. Of course. Naturally. And we're all sitting there and he's holding court. And he and he go and he's he puts his feet up on the table and he goes, Hey, did I ever tell you what happened over at Caesar's Palace? I can't do a Rodney Danger film. It was pretty good. <laughs> hey, 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 did I tell you? <laughs> um, um, uh, and he said, he goes, so I'm done with the show. I take my shower, I, everything, like usual. I come, there's coke on the table, I snort it, and uh, I go, I watch TV. I put my feet up and watch TV. And he goes, I gotta take another piss. I made it. I go take another piss. I come back. It's coke on the table. And I'm thinking, how did I miss that? And I that stuff that I missed that. That this is like the the Coke Angels. And so it goes, so I cut it up and I sniff it, go back to watching TV. Half hour later, I gotta piss. Like clockwork. I go do it. I come back. There's more coke on the table. I'm thinking, I don't care where it's from. I'm loving it. He snorts the coke. And then he goes back to watching TV. And he says, and then all of a sudden, from the TV, I focused on my feet. And after every shower, I put Desinex on my feet. He said, I did six lines of business <laughs> and called the emergency poison. 
and had to go to the hospital and be watched. And so they had to cut, cancel a couple of his concerts. Right. And, you know, all your contracts have certain reasons why and why you might be able to cancel a concert. Sure. It can't be just because you don't feel like it. Right. And so if you go back in time and look this up, um, so they were going to sue him for sure. those shows. So Rodney does a counter lawsuit that Caesar's Palace hot tub was too hot and burnt his eye. <laughs> and he goes, and I don't miss Caesar. <laughs> I like the MGM with the big lion. <laughs> so it was. So that was a truthful, That's not awesome. legend. It's the story is legendary, but I was in the room. That's beautiful. Yeah. And he only had his robot. Yes, and I was. Man, when you're and he's getting animated, <laughs> it's like. They flop out. Please, please. Can, can we get a cloth for you and lay over your lap? I mean, we realize you're He's a very team. animated man. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's like... It reminds me of another story you told me uh, about another man who showed up in his robe. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Ron's going to kill me. I'll say it. Who cares? It'll be all right. I was on the Bob and Tom show. Right. And they told me, hey, uh, Ron White might stop by. And I said, okay. And I know Ron. So uh, his big bus pulls up. He's touring. And um, uh, and he comes in the studio and he just has a robe on. <laughs> it's like he just woke up and his hair was all jacked. You mean the studio, correct? Yeah. The Bob and Tom studio. Okay. All right. I was hoping I missed something. And he's sitting next to me <clears throat> at the mic. And... And, and Christy's on the other side. And and Ron's, you know, doing Ron. And um, and he keeps, he lays back like this a lot. And then he'll come forward to the mic when he needs to say something. But when he's not talking, he's like, you know, during chick doing sports and stuff. And it the belt just kept getting looser and looser every time he did it. And Christy and I are looking at each other like, it's about to blow. It's about to. <laughs> the kids are coming out. Full Monty. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see some Full Monty Ron White. And during commercial, I said, Ron, buddy, I love you, <laughs> but I don't need to see your wee wee. Oh, hell, girls, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just rolled out of bed, and I guess I guess I should have put some bridges on. <laughs> but that's just wrong way. It's just wrong way. You can't keep out with that at a real job. No, you can't. No. no we tried. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how you get rid of the job quick, though. Show yeah. Road. Yeah. 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 One thing I love about being on stage and Maybe that night I feel like having a Bud Light. And I just think to myself, right now I'm at work. Mm -hmm. You guys can't do this. You can't sit in your cubicle with a Bud Light. <laughs> and, and your supervisor come around, you're gone. That's right. <laughs> you're gone. Unless you have enough for everybody. Well, yeah. <laughs> and you know, 
I think I think in Kentucky they get away with a lot of bourbon Fridays. Like that Probably. Happens. Yeah. Probably. But you know, not every day. Can't do no. that every day. No. You can do that every day. Yeah, but my liver called and said, "Please." <laughs> said, "Stop." Don't. I tell you what, I I personally like it when the Kraken comes out. That's when I when I, I talk about Stop anime. about my Kraken. <laughs> anime when she goes off chain. Uh, like people will say something in the crowd that, that just says, she says, all right, we're, we're going to do this, we're going to do it. And she'll just light up the stage with um, a lot of animated communication. <laughs> uh, for example, uh, we had one evening, uh, it was probably the funniest that I've ever seen at this club. Period, hands down. I was on the floor laughing. Uh, we just people started making comments. Like one woman started it with a comment about yeah. your your. Um, she your, said, your, "She, said, I was out talking about my husband." She says, "I thought you were a dyke." Yeah. <laughs> out of the blue. Yeah. And I said, "Let me tell you something, lady. We're going to meet in the parking lot after this." And I'm gonna kiss you like you've never been kissed before. I am gonna do you five tell five ways on Sunday. I'll tell you what, you will not forget me. And you know, da, 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 da. and then it became people start going wild and stuff like that. And I had kind of I'm an equal opportunity. Um, and and my career is probably going to be over soon because I am an equal opportunity. Offender. Uh, 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 yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, like uh, I said, I said like this Mexican down here. Do you? Uh, would you care? Would you care if I was a die? And go no, I thought they'd be kind of sexy. And I said. So don't get all uppity and think, and what what the hell's the matter with being gay? Right. You know, right. this faggot right here, he, <laughs> I, the Kraken was released. <laughs> and I used every racial slur. She didn't leave anybody out? It was equal opportunity? I love that. Everybody. It was, it was hysterical. Because none of it was done with hatred. Because that's what no. racism is. Racism is hatred. It's and nothing hatred. was done with right. hatred. It was just like, oh, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right. Right. And, and it, was just, it just was a lot of fun. And it almost let everybody relax. Yeah. And uh, you know, you were there. I never sold more t-shirts yep. or merchandise <laughs> after that show. Um, it was probably the funniest show I ever yeah. seen here. It was but, hysterical. But you know what? It was probably the most historical show because I could never do that now. I, I, yeah. I don't know. Uh, all I do know is that when you let loose and you just smack people it's just it's funny. delightful it is it's funny when you send people to the hospital <laughs> it is hilarious i stopped doing that years ago anyway yeah. <laughs> stop being a phone cracker but it's like you, you that, that's what's great about comedy and that's how comedy is you take them down this road and then that left turn right. just yeah. smacks them in the face yeah, it, it was a hard elbow to her. It, it was great. Yeah, go to the doctor. I love that. And you don't you don't know what you're gonna get when you come out to an anime show either, because you know she could just do her, her her thing on stage like she's done hundreds of times before, or something might happen and she goes off script. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I uh, uh, 
Look, here, here, no, here's my theory about hecklers or people making noise. You gotta mentally think why, because in the beginning you just get mad as a comic, because they're messing up your show. Yeah, you just get mad, and then. But I have to think, okay, what's the psychology behind this? And um, uh, one one of the things I love to do is some guy will be jacking his mouth off, and he's sitting with a woman, you know. Or you'll get hecklers and they're sitting with all their buddies. Well, they're the funny one at work. Sure, sure. And they're trying to show off for their buddies. You've impeded on their territory. Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I, I'm going to shred you. <laughs> uh, and, um, but I've had this happen several times. Um, I'll, I'll, there'll be a man heckling me and I go, and my first thought is they just want to be a part of the show. Yeah. You know? And there's a way to allow them to be a part. You know? Yeah. If they're not being aggressive or something. That's the hardest heckler to deal with is somebody just arbitrarily, I love you! Yeah. Yeah. You know? You can't slam them, you can't do right. anything, and whatever. But I always think, why are they yelling out her? And, yeah. and they just, then basically, they just want to be seen. Sure. And they just want to be a part of the show. Yeah. And I can understand that. But several times, I, a man has jacked his mouth or gotten overserved. And, uh, and I'll say, and I'll say, ma'am, are you, you're with him, right? And I'll say, is this your husband or what is this? And, and a lot of times they're on their first date or they're just dating. And I said, so sir, I want you to think about this. You heckling and screaming out, you think in your man mind that that's making her horny. <laughs> that, that's impressing her. Actually, you're getting the opposite effect because she's thinking, Low tide. oh my God, I cannot, he ain't coming to Thanksgiving yeah. at my family's <laughs> and if Jail. he's going to act like this. And, and I said, and I said, um, I said, so, you know, if I was a woman, I would probably uh, be so mortified. Yeah. That I would probably go to the bathroom and take my purse with me <laughs> and, come back. and call Uber. Right. <laughs> and I've done that. Maybe I've done it like five times. And four Ubers have been called or taxis or friends come and pick them up or whatever. Nice. And they never return. I love it. Or I you love were their angel. Oh, it's their angel, but it's like, honey, think it through. Yeah. This is not a good man. This no, is mean, a, this guy's an idiot. I, I love the altar call for that. Just let's stop everything. Yeah. And work out we're, your drama. We're, we're gonna work out this. I love right it. Well, yeah, you just you just stop, and I'm little. Sometimes I'll stop my show if they're hanging on, and I'll go, honey, honey, what do you want? You know, because I'll put them down, put them down, hit them, hit them, hit them, and they're still up, and I'll go. 
Honey, what do you want? Yeah. Do you need... Do you want I, see, I see you. Right. Do you <laughs> I want see you. And no, you never, <laughs> never, one, never. Paul makes mic. never invite a person on stage or give up the mic. Yeah, that's your power. That's, yeah. No, 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 no. They did not come up on stage. And um, I've had a few people rush the stage. But, <laughs> um, uh, and you got to understand that we're in the human, human business. Yeah. And people have come here to laugh. Mm -hmm. And a lot of comics forget about that. They think it's about them. And it's, it has nothing to do with them. It's about, these people went home and showered. They, they got a babysitter. They went out to dinner. They paid for a ticket. This could be, this around to like $150 a night. Sure. Yeah. You know? And then have it ruined by somebody that needs attention. Right. And I'm having to waste all my time doing attention. Yeah. You know, babysitting. Exactly. As, a, as an audience member, someone who's seen a lot of comedy shows, it, it, it takes it out of me when I see, when I hear someone heckling from, you know, off in the abyss over there. I'm just like, you know, it, it takes the fun out of the show. It makes me not even want to participate because I don't want to burden you with my laughter at this point. It, it, it's too much. I, I, as yeah. a, a viewer, I don't care for it either. Uh, but... It happens, and if you are professional enough, you can almost turn it around into a sure. good thing. But, uh, yeah, yeah. And you, and you, like nine times out of ten, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen you not recover from one of those. Right. Um, and I'll see, and I'll see guys coming. I'll, I'll see people coming to eject them, and I'll go like that. Yeah. yeah. Like let me have my mind. Because if he's that drunk or she's that drunk, there's a big bar tab waiting for them. Yeah. True. And and all that's going to happen is the waitress ain't going to get tipped, right. and they're going to be out in the lobby fighting, yeah. but they don't want to pay the bill. The greatest thing that's ever happened to me. I want to save that. We're, we're going to go to our bonus. Okay. Let's, right. let's save that to a bonus? Sure. Okay. All right, all right guys. Listen, uh, if you want to catch Edema, you can go to edema.com, see all our different tour dates, see where she's going, what she's doing. Anything else uh, really coming up that you want to tell folks about? Um, no. Okay, perfect. <laughs> that works. Brandon, you got anything else? I don't. I'm on this cliffhanger right now. I'm ready to go. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. All right, so if you're not on Patreon yet, you need to be on Patreon. It's two bucks a month. That's eight quarters. Come on, folks. Easy peasy. Get to see this bonus stuff. But other than that, we'll see you guys next time. For Brandon Cole, Ed and May, I'm Josh Hart. See you next time. And we're back for the bonus period. Welcome, Patreon fans and uh, Podbean, all you guys. Uh, we love you very much. Thanks for uh, joining us and subscribing. All that We're talking with Edda May and Brandon Nicole. Edda, you're getting ready to tell us that cliffhanger. What is it? Oh, oh, <laughs> no. And it's happened here at this club, Comedy Off Broadway. There's a woman that comes to my show every time I'm here. And invariably, I'll walk out to some merchandise, and there's brick walls you can sit on, little planters and stuff. And this woman is sitting next to my merchandise, and she's smoking. All hecklers seem to be smokers, and she's smoking. And she she goes, "Ain't a mine, ain't your mine, ain't your mine." They keep me out. They keep me out. 
And I go, no. <laughs> and because comic always needs to be a good guy. Right. They keep me out. And I go, I go, no. And she goes, this is the third time. <laughs> this is the third time I've come to your shows and good kicked me out. <laughs> and I turned her. And I I don't know who if it was you standing there or somebody was standing there with me and, and I says, Well at least you're consistent. And she goes, My cab's here. <laughs> there was one type of heckler that I know you hate, we all hate it. It's the whisperer. The one type of heckler where you are only you can hear what they're saying. Yes, and the rest of the audience can't. Like, like security in the back can't hear them, right? The rest of the audience can't hear them, and they're just commenting on them. And they just won't shut up. Right. Yeah. And they're talking at me and talking at me, and my brain is going a million miles in it. It's right. like, honey, <laughs> I can't talk to you. <laughs> it's like they don't get it. They don't understand. They that. Don't do, you, understand. do you mean they're they're heckling softly, or they're they're having a conversation? They, they're just they, talking. They're to just you. talking to you. Yeah. And it's like okay. My, if I ask a question, it's what do they call it? Rhetorical. 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 It's a rhetorical question. I don't mean for you to answer it. Yeah. I've got an answer for it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It, they're, they're the worst. They're the absolute worst. They're the absolute worst, and they're messing up my time, and they're messing yep. up my show, and nobody else around knows what's happening. Right. Right. <laughs> and I can't get help from the back of the room. Because there's there's no way, I mean, like, you can point at them, but you're just encouraging things. Yeah, that right. Way. You know, so, I mean, it, it, like, we can't hear it in the back. Nobody can hear it. Yeah. You know, so the, it frustrates the crap out of us more on stage because yeah. you're like... Shut up. Yeah. I mean, timing is everything. Everything. But a good right hook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is, a, is a solution. Right? It, it is. It is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you've been, like, you've done a lot of cruises this year, right? You've been doing, is that relatively a new thing? No. Because I don't remember you no. doing so many. You did a bunch this year. Uh, I only do about 10 a year. Really? Where a lot of comics, they're... 30, 40 weeks a year. Wow. Um, but the danger of that is you become a boat comic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and you lose touch with all your clubs or yeah. work on land. Right. And then one day they may decide they're not just going to book you. Or yeah. things change or tours yeah. change. And I've seen guys go from getting 40 weeks a year down to 10. Yeah. Now I only do 10 weeks a year because I'm busy with other stuff. Yeah. But, and they'll cut them to 10 and they're lost and they're, they're out of the business. Well, I mean, it, it isn't doing cruises like, like it's a different animal. It's not a comic It's club. a totally it's, different there's animal. There's so many different rules. And there's rules that you're really handcuffed. Your, your material must be approved. Yeah. Um, it's very strict and um, uh, and it's wonderful. I mean, it's an old, but you've got to be able. Your show has got to be able to appeal to an eight to eighty year old. Right. And that a lot of comics just can't do it. Yeah. You know, so the, yeah. you know, it's um, 
I mean, that's a that's a range. Yeah. 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 So. And um, and sometimes they they especially when you pick up these these uh, different ships, you you got to go down in these um, South American countries mm -hmm. and get in taxis with all kinds of crazy people that you don't necessarily know. Or you ever have any uh, thing like that where you get into a taxi with one? Do of you these know guys? the worst thing? Uh, and this has happened to me twice. And they have a when I go to like Portugal or Panama or whatever, they will not pick up women. Right. Yeah. In their taxis, and especially if the port's real close. Yeah. They don't want to have to go back and get in line. Ah. And this happens at the airport, but it also happens at the ship. Yeah. Because they want to get all them tourists in their mm -hmm. cab and take them around all day, and they don't want to have to get in line anyway. So, uh, uh, I was flying in at uh, St. St. Thomas or something like that, and I was standing there, and it was about four in the afternoon, and um, uh, the, the porter would say to the first taxi, she's gone to, she's gone here. Mm -hmm. No, 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 I'm not taking her. And then he went, and she, she went down about five cars, mm -hmm. and finally, I see she gets to this one car and the woman comes around and she's a beautiful woman she's a beautiful Brazilian oh so gorgeous and she's dressed to the nines and she goes baby what's the matter why everybody saying no to you and I says well I don't know women don't tip and I'm just going over here and she goes you know, this is my last run of the day. Uh, I'm taking to my husband. I'm taking my husband out to a beautiful, beautiful uh, um, uh, birthday dinner. So uh, I take him. Uh, you. You, you, my last run of the day. And so we get to either the hotel or the ship. I can't remember which. And and I said, let me ask you something. Do you do the airport run? And she goes, oh, yeah. And, and I said, is it ever slow? Do you guys talk? Do you talk to each other? And she goes, oh, yeah. And we get another taxi and we talk. We all friends. We all know each other. And I said, well, there's this one I want you to do <laughs> tomorrow. And promise me you'll do this. Because I paid, I paid her my, the, the thing. And then I pulled out a crisp $100 bill. And I said, you tell all those sons of bitches <laughs> that passed on me, I gave you a hundred dollar tip. You're pretty woman in that situation. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and, I, and she goes, oh my goodness, I will be happy to. This is going to, oh my gosh, I got no way to tell my husband what happened. This is, I, you, you, I, this is. This is going to be legendary. You be legendary. <laughs> so I'm getting off a ship, and that's really hard for a woman and to be asked to take to an airport. And guys are going, no, 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 no. And this guy outside the fence, uh, he, he sees what's happening. Everybody's denying me. <clears throat> and he goes, I will take you. I will take you. And so he's outside a razor wire fence, and I'm like, is this a taxi driver or is this, I will take you and rob you and rape you and leave you in the jungle. 
I have a room in my basement. basement. <laughs> um, this is where you'll be. Um, and uh, um, they, uh, uh, we get to the, he goes, I said, thank you so much for taking me and picking me up. And, and he goes, he goes, these guys work, they don't understand. Work is work. Work is work. And I am here to work. Yeah. You know? So I do the same thing. I pay him. And I said, you're going to talk to those guys, Tom, when you get back? And he goes, oh, yeah, I'm headed right back to the door. And I said, buy him with $100. <laughs> and he picked me up off the ground and was spinning me around. And I weighed twice as much as him. But he was a real skinny dude. And he goes, oh, my goodness. I am going back to the ship. And I am going to show them. Then it pays off to work, <laughs> to work, and and it just was it just warmed my heart. Um, but in these foreign countries, we have had entertainers that will be picked up mm -hmm. by a, a a musical guy, um, and now they make sure that he has a, a ride or he refuses to go on the cruise. Yeah. But he was taken up into the mountains. I don't know where we were, Guatemala or somewhere. But he got in a cab and he was taken up into the mountains. And um, like five guys surrounded the, the things with guns and said, and they took everything. So they just brought him up there to rob him? They, they just robbed him and they said, look, we can either leave you here, or you can keep your mouth shut, and we'll take you to the airport. And he goes, "My lips are sealed. <laughs> my, my, my mouth is shut." Yeah. And they gave him back a credit card. Oh, that was nice. So he can, you know, yeah, he could buy stuff because they, you know, they know he was going to cancel all the credit cards. Sure. sure. But it happens, and yeah. it's 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 really it's dangerous. It's got to make you. It's, make you afraid to, to get out of that sense. As a woman, yeah. And I try to ride with other acts. I try to find out who's flying in around the same time. Sure. And I try to protect myself. But, you know. Not always uh, easy. No, it's not always easy. Yeah, and that's what's, you know, and that's what's hard about being a stand-up, a female stand-up. Yeah. Is because these guys, they just want to, you know, rob you or uh, Another Take guy. your money. Yeah. yeah. But they don't want to rape you, chop you up in little bags, and you know what I mean? Yeah. That's purely our game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That way, we only get that. And um, if we're lucky. And that's and that's it's what scary. tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's what tough. But what's wonderful about being at a is because as a female comic, you're part, and I've had several of my friends be attacked. Um, and they're in a hotel room, and the guys walk by, and they're not paying attention, and they slide that car key, car key, and and open the door, and they just just yep. get pushed into yep. the room, and and it's like it, they never are able to report it because it's like. How do we didn't know you didn't ask him back to your hotel room? Exactly. Right. And you're a comic, and you and you talk like a whore on stage. Yeah. 
and um, uh, we um, so it never gets reported. Absolutely. So um, what's wonderful about me <laughs> is and and you have to park the furthest away. Yeah, sure. You know. And so I'm coming with my Taco Bell and my thing. And a lot of these hotels on the weekends, you can't smoke at a hotel anymore. Mm -hmm. So you've got to run this gauntlet of men. Yeah. And a lot of the hotels are, uh, especially construction, there's a lot of construction guys staying there for weeks or months at a time. And um, you've got to run this gauntlet and it's Saturday night and they're drinking and smoking and stuff. <laughs> I, I walk through and they hold the door open for me and stuff because it's like, can you imagine, even if you are a rapist, you still have standards. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because you know why I'm even put in jail with this old man who put you in for? I raped a woman in polyester. <laughs> It's like, come on, everybody's got their bar. I love it. Even, even the guy who wants to attack you and kill you and all that kind of stuff. So, so I'm my own security system. I love right. that. You're fantastic. You've been amazing. And thank you thank so much you for doing much. this. Thank you. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we'll get you to come back on here again. Because we love you anytime you're in town. We love talking to you. All right. It's a lot I of appreciate fun. It. You got to meet Brandy, which is awesome. Purple nerple. And, and yet, I'm I'm in all purple. I look, I look like Barney, and I'm jagging my mouth about her lips. So, anyway. That was fantastic. Any final thoughts? Um, don't put Bob Kennedy's anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> right. right. No. Right. It just makes things go smoother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Start telling side stories. <laughs> Brady, you got anything else? Uh, Taco Bell, we would love for you to sponsor us as well as Miss Adam A. And um, yeah. bring back those rolling tacos. The, the, the taquitos. 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 Yeah. taquitos. Oh, I, you know what? I, I love Taco Bell. See that? I eat Taco Bell after every one of my shows. I love that. Yeah. And, um, and I always get the same thing, especially on the road. Like tonight, I was stopping at Taco Bell. What What are you gonna get? What are you What Taco Bell are you going to eat? A number two. That's three soft Taco Supremes, and then I have discovered something. You know when the fries came out and the yeah. the, the cheese dipping sauce. Well, now they just to have that dipping sauce. Mm -hmm. They may not have the fries, but they got the dipping sauce. Sure. So I could get two extra sides of the dipping sauce, which is nice and warm and creamy, <laughs> um, of the cheese, and then I get two sides of onions, and then I get ten hot and ten mild, <laughs> cause I like it saucy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and if you're not hungry for Taco Bell right now, right. there's something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, every once in a while, venture out. Oh, my goodness. The Cinnabon. The little Cinnabon. Oh. No, thank you. That's heaven in a box. I can't. From the, the Taco Bell? The bowl. Taco Bell little Cinnabon bowls? Pass. Oh, girl. Pass. Uh, good. <laughs> Don't get them because they run out of them every once in a while.
But oh, uh, a little vise on the Taco Bell Senate. If you don't eat all of them on the way home, because <laughs> sometimes they don't make it home. But if I get a box of 12 the next day, especially at a hotel, and I go on my wave, 10 seconds. Boom. So 10 cool. seconds. No more than 10 seconds. And then you may, depending on the environment, may need to let it cool off. But, um, oh my goodness. I, I think our engineer, Dave, was DJ Cups. He definitely, uh, yeah. he was on board with that. Yeah. So, um, yes, Taco Bell needs to, to um, I think Taco Bell, especially for every comic, I almost think every comic eats a Taco Bell. I think so. Because it, it's open late. They should be sponsors. I think they should. Cause they, really? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into that. Yeah. Yeah. No, Taco Bell will, they're open and um, the food's incredible. Plus, it anything you get reheats well the next day. That's true. Yeah. You true. know? Yeah. And um, uh, it wasn't for Taco Bell, I wouldn't. Yeah, Yum Corporation, if you're watching. Exactly. More interested. Is that a Yum Corporation? Yeah, they own Taco Bell. Yeah. Wow, you're really into this. <laughs> she, she knows her stuff. Okay. <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. Again, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you, guys. And uh, I, I think that's about it, right? Okay. We're wrapping up. All, All right. right. All right, guys. Well, now I want Taco Bell. We're going to get Taco Bell. We're going to Taco Bell. We're going to Taco Bell. Bell. Bye. For Ed and Brandon Nicole, and Josh Arm. We'll see you guys next time. See Like the video and if you like the, the show make sure you throw a like down there somewhere there should be a like and uh there's a subscribe button over here and hit the bell and hit the bell yeah ring the bell and uh you know check us out man stay in touch with us we're always putting out videos every week and uh it should be a lot of fun right write us a letter yeah, write us a letter <laughs> write us a letter <laughs>